Welcome to Filled with His Love. Today, I want to talk about forgiveness. So, psychologists look at forgiveness in a certain way that I think can be helpful. They have done research that absolutely shows how negative thoughts about yourself, in other words, when you are unforgiving of yourself or when you're unforgiving of others, these actions can damage our physical and emotional health. They can make us depressed, they can make us angry, they can cause all kinds of difficulty. And so there's only one solution, forgiveness. So if you need to forgive someone else, that doesn't mean that you condone their inappropriate behavior. Your forgiveness of them does not mean they can go on hurting you or others. It simply means you stop harboring negative, destructive feelings about them. If you need to forgive yourself, that doesn't mean you let yourself off the hook either for inappropriate thoughts or words or actions. It simply means you stop harboring negative feelings toward yourself for something you wish you had not said or done. What happens when you forgive? Well, you extinguish negative self-talk. Now, we've talked about that before in previous episodes. It is a big issue. We know that most people, when they are talking to themselves, in a sense, these little conversations that go on in our minds uh, at all different times of the day, the majority of those are negative toward ourselves. That needs to change. We need to find ways to change that. And so let's talk about that in the context of forgiveness. We usually think of forgiveness as something that's quite dramatic, some superheroic action after committing a serious sin or after someone wrongs us in a particularly dramatic way. But, but let's face it, most of us are not committing serious sin every day. Most of us are not committing serious sin any day. Very few murders or armed robberies or sexual assaults in our lives. Of course, if we ever do commit sins like this, or if others commit those sins against us, there has to be remorse, there has to be confession. We know the steps that go into that kind of forgiveness. Recompense must be given to those we've hurt, or uh, they need to give that to us if they've, been, if they've hurt us. But most of us are not worried about committing sins that could land us in jail. So what kind of forgiveness am I talking about today? I'm talking about the kind of forgiveness that goes with daily repentance. President Nelson has urged us to repent every day. That means he's encouraging us to think about the less dramatic sins, sometimes sins of omission, losing patience with one we love, saying something harsh that can hurt someone else, or even, and I think this may be the most important of all, beating ourselves up for something that happened a long time ago, something we have never forgiven ourselves for. If we are to repent daily, then we are also to experience forgiveness daily. If I lose patience and say something I later regret, I need to repent of it right now and ask for forgiveness. But then I need to forgive myself for saying it in the first place. That doesn't mean that I excuse myself and decide to engage in the negative behavior again. It means that I stop hammering on myself. I let it go. And when I let it go, all kinds of good things happen. In fact, the energy, actually a spiritual energy, kicks in and gives me more strength to avoid doing what I was sorry for doing. 
Forgiveness frees the soul. It liberates us. It helps us open ourselves to God. And when we do that, we draw closer to those we love. If we keep saying to ourselves things like, I can't believe you did that, or I can't believe you said that, or I can't believe you just had that thought, we close off. We draw away from the Lord and we distance ourselves from others. Negative self-talk is like a slow, corrosive acid that eats away at our core. The more we tell ourselves how bad we were to say or do something, the less power we have to change. Today I performed a ceiling for a young couple in the temple. They had lots of family present, and from the moment I walked into the ceiling room, I could feel the positive energy, the contagious joy that was flowing everywhere in the room. There were lots of tears, but they were all tears of joy. After all, as I said prior to the ordinance, what happens here today is the most important thing that happens in mortality, the creation of an eternal family. And I believe that. When a young man and young woman decide to join together for eternity, the heavens rejoice, and we on earth combine with the heavens and all rejoice together. The potential of an eternal family is endless. Ancestors on the other side of the veil are definitely present, and future spirits awaiting to be born into the newly created family are all part of the celebration, I believe, on both sides of the veil. This kind of rejoicing is the totally, it's just the total antithesis of negative self-talk. It's as if there is not one tiny cubic centimeter of negative energy in the room only joy. Now, I was not acquainted with most of the guests who attended, but it is likely that at some point most have said or done things they were sorry for. But at that moment, in that room, the results of those actions held no sway. They were all washed away because people had forgiven each other and also forgiven themselves. I don't know about you, but I want as much joy in my life as possible. We are getting closer to Christmas right now, and this is a time when we sing joy to the world, all these songs of great joy and happiness rejoicing. And so here's my invitation. If you want to prepare for Christmas in the most powerful way of all, if you want to give the best gift of all, give yourself the gift of forgiveness. It is a gift that definitely keeps on giving. If you need to forgive someone else, you give them a gift, and then the gift comes right back to you because you feel so good for having done it. It brings joy to them. It brings joy to you. If you need only to forgive yourself, all that negative stuff will evaporate, all that negative self-talk, and you will be able to feel joy. Daily forgiveness is the joyful part of daily repentance. Regardless of how small the word or action is, forgive yourself for it. Let it go and see what happens. If there's something that's been bugging you for a long time, something that has never been resolved, do what needs to be done to fix it and then forgive yourself for it. Forgiveness is life-giving. When the scriptures say that we need to forgive others 70 times 7, 
The Lord is trying to help us see that forgiveness is a gift that we give ourselves. We stop thinking negatively about someone else who may have wronged us, and we stop thinking negatively about ourselves for having done something we're not proud of. As we celebrate the birth of the Savior, my hope is that every day we will give the gift He gave to us, forgiveness. Without the Savior, true forgiveness would not be possible. Forgiveness is His whole purpose. Without His atoning sacrifice, we could never fully forgive ourselves or others. His arms are always extended, always ready to forgive us, inviting us to forgive ourselves and forgive others. All we need to do is embrace that invitation, accept His mercy, and share it with others. I know that this will help as you get ready for Christmas. Try it tomorrow. Try it the next day. Forgive yourself for something. Forgive others if needs be. But for sure, we all have things we need to forgive ourselves for. So I hope that that will be something you will think about as you approach Christmas. And we will see you next time.